is a Bramble Jam podcast. Live from the North Pole, it's time for Christmas Morning, the daily show where every day is Christmas. Here are your hosts, Brand and Scott. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Christmas Morning. It's your good friend, Brand. I'm here with my good and slightly sick friend, Scott. Scott, how are you, buddy? I've been better, Brandon. I've been better. You want to tell the people? Do you want to put it out there? Well, good thing I was going to. Now, if you notice, I'm not in the North Pole today because Santa said that. GTFO. <laughs> because TV Scotty got the COVID. Get the frost out of here. Yes. I have this wonderful policy of not leaving my house. And most of the time, that works great for me not getting sick. But my daughter's friend brought it to my house. And yesterday I tested positive. But uh, in all honesty, I'm feeling just a little bit fatigued. And I'm, I'm pretty much fine. And if you're a friend of mine and you're listening to this and I didn't tell you, don't be offended. I'm, I'm not just sending out texts saying, hey, I'm sick. Feel bad for me. Uh, so that's well, that's how it is. Now, uh, here's the thing, though, Brandon. I'm using this time productively. Tell the people. Tell them what you did. Yesterday, I fired up the Disney Plus app. You did. I watched Mickey's Christmas Carol. Classic. The Muppet Christmas Carol. Classic. The Nightmare Before Christmas. That's okay. And The Santa Claus. Yes. Now, you watched all of those for the first time? For the first time, I watched all of those. It was actually a kind of a busy day. Wow. <laughs> That's a lot to take in. <laughs> now, I I, was uh, a lot. I have long said that the North Pole and Santa Claus 1 is the creme of the creme when it comes oh, to- Oh, it's so good. When it comes it's to so the good. North Pole. It's a great North Pole. It's a great North Pole. It is. When he comes down, when he comes down- that oh, was cool. Man. Yeah, very oh, James man. Bond. Yeah. Using the child actors as the elves, that was a little off-putting because you don't normally really? see that. You would rather it be some sort of effect. I don't know. I don't know. It just it just kind of struck me as odd. I like that they used okay. kids. Well, Scott. here's the thing, though. My rating, I loved it. I absolutely loved the Santa Claus. What did you think about Nightmare Before Christmas? I'm 50% on it. I'm not a Halloween guy. Yeah, same. And if you like same. Halloween, I'm sure you absolutely love it. And I understand that people consider it to be a Christmas movie. I really don't. The major theme of it isn't Christmas. It's more scary than Christmas. And it was just fine. I'm glad I finally saw it. And the music is wonderful in there, that Danny Elfman soundtrack. Uh, the it's Muppet, soundtrack. The Muppet yeah. Christmas Carol, that was really good. I liked that one a yeah. lot. And uh, what was that first one? Mickey's Christmas Carol? Mickey's. Also, also good, too. And I think I'm going to watch yes. the Santa Claus 2 today. Okay. Yeah. Um, my thoughts on Nightmare Before Christmas is it's not scary enough mm. to for me to like it because it's scary, and it's not Christmassy enough to me for me to like it because it's Christmassy. Yeah. Like, the, there's a burst of Christmas in Nightmare Before Christmas that is wonderful when he goes into the town. The what? What's this is... The, yes, that's that scene where he goes to Christmas Town. if the movie was like yeah, that, it'd be great. I would have been a lot higher yeah, on but it. But you got to get through a lot of, uh, you know... What's her name singing sadly? You know, Sally. Yeah, Sally yeah. singing sadly. Yeah. I don't want that. Um, but you know, if it's a very scary movie, I'm in. I like scary movies. You know this about me, Scott. And you know, I know that you yeah. don't like them. But I went to a oh, I do not know fantastic horror movie last week called Barbarian. I loved it. 
one of the most fun oh movies I've seen in quite some time. So there's that. But Night Before Christmas is not scary enough to be scary. And it's not Christmassy enough to be Christmas. So that's kind of how I feel about it. I can feel the hate mail being composed right now, Brandon. I know. People are very passionate about they that. They love it. Oh, movie. they really love it. Yes, yep. I know that. If you like that. it, I'm glad. I'm glad oh, it works absolutely. for you. I'm glad I saw it. But I'm I'm really looking forward to the Santa Claus too. Yeah, as you should. Uh, Santa Claus three, mm-hmm. uh, not not so yeah, much. Yeah. But, I'll probably um, be tired for that one. You, 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 do we get any emails this week? Uh, anybody seeing some stuff? We've got a lot of we've got a lot of emails. We've almost chipped through the whole pile. I'm going to start with one that I've been sitting on for a long time because it could wait. Where others were like, "Hey, look, I'm at this store and they have Christmas," so right. they were very timely. This one's from Elizabeth Cullen. It's probably this about a email, month. This email is uh, ready to hatch. You've been sitting. It, on it, it. really you've is. Been, you've been a mother hen to this email. <laughs> yeah. It's finally ready to see the world. Here it is, everyone. It's from Elizabeth Cullen. And Elizabeth, I'm sorry it took me so long to get to this. I did write her and say, hey, I will get to this. Uh, This was about that show that was called uh, Sue Thomas FBI. Do you remember that? No, I do do not remember wow. that. <laughs> Scene missing in Brand's head. Okay, so about a month ago, we there was something showed up in the TV listings, and it was called Sue Thomas F B I E Y E, and we were like, "What is this?" And a few people wrote in and said what it was. Well, Elizabeth wrote in and said, "I just had to write in about the Sue Thomas FBI show. I stumbled across it years ago. Is it awful? Yep. Do I love it? Absolutely." But the story behind the show is wonderful. Sue Thomas was the first deaf person to work as an undercover specialist at the FBI doing lip reading of suspects. She started as a fingerprint examiner and then became a lip reader for an undercover team after a fellow agent discovered her ability. I wish the show was better quality to honor such a great lady. I don't, I'm, I'm assuming this is fiction. It, it, she's, she's, Elizabeth is making it sound like this happened in real life based on a true story. I, I don't know. Hey everybody, this is TV Scotty coming to you from the future. I decided to look this up while editing, and Sue Thomas FBI is loosely based on a real woman named Sue Thomas, who was deaf and worked at the FBI. Uh, But I do love it, bad bits and all. In fact, if anyone wants to get me a Christmas gift, making Dan have to sit down and watch the series would be the best gift ever. It makes When Calls the Heart look like artistic cinema. (laughs) All right. Very funny. Thank you, Elizabeth. Um, and then I have a few that are um, uh, that came in last week. One from Chris Colpack. He sent in a screenshot of the Holiday Traditions channel inside the Sirius XM yeah. app. Now yeah. they keep that channel year round, but they bury it. You have to do. you have to dig looking for Holiday <laughs> Traditions. It looks like they're. I don't so- understand. Yeah. I don't understand why that's the one that they keep around all year. Like it's it's an online. Yeah, you got a you, streaming. <laughs> You've got lots like, of why pipes. Don't they why the don't they keep Holly? Why don't they keep Jolly? Why don't they keep the other channels all year? Why is it just holiday tradition, Scott? I don't know. I, I don't work at Sirius XM. I, I don't wish I did, but I wish I had an answer to that one. They've got good programming. So I don't know, but it looks like they're surfacing that channel again or starting to promote it. So that was really cool to see. Thank you, Chris. Okay. And then one more email from Joe Fulton. I about fell out of my seat when I heard Brand hasn't been in a Hallmark store for a long time. 
The Hallmark stores coordinate Christmas with the Hallmark Channel's Christmas in July. I did not know that, Brian. I didn't know that either. I would have gone in had I known I that. Know that. Uh, on July 9th, they released a large number of ornaments. There was a line of people waiting to get into the stores. Well, mostly older ladies looking to collect the angels and Santa ornaments. I picked up 10 different ornaments. Ooh, they saw you coming, <laughs> Joe. Uh, the remaining ornaments will be available on October 8th at another store event. I only collect the pop culture ornaments, Star Wars, Harry Potter, Disney. I've been collecting since the 90s and have well over 500 ornaments. That is a collector brand. Wow, Joe. Wow. I want to see that. I want to see a picture of these. Yeah, that's that's true. Hey, Joe, when you put that thing up, I'm, I'm guessing if you're that into it, we're not going to have to wait far into November to, right. see, a, to see that. Um, he says, I have two trees. They can't handle all the ornaments. I even bought a tree stand that rotates the tree so you can see all the ornaments. Oh, he did send a video of that. Now, okay. it's not all the trees. I'll post that one today on our I Instagram. I love a yeah, rotating, a, a rotating tree. tree. is fun, aren't they? Oh, it's so fun, so fun. I uh, people the people do go nuts about the the Hallmark ornaments. I don't know why I that's like a, not my jam. I don't. I well, I'm cheap I think, too. That's the problem, and yeah, they like typically are get pretty expensive. Know. So hats off to all of you who like to do that. You know, if somebody handed me one, I certainly wouldn't say no. But I don't go seeking it out that much. I get um, I don't know a lot more joy from like the the old homemade ornaments or the ornaments that have been passed down from generation to generation. Like, I don't know. I don't get super amped about like having an ornament of, you know, Chewbacca on my tree. That's not my jam, but I know it's a lot of people's jam. I'd like it when people have like a pop culture tree and then they have their traditional tree. That's pretty fun. But yeah, I like simple, I like very simple ornaments and, you know, wood and silver and stuff, but uh, yeah, to each their own, right? To each their own is exactly right, Scotty. That's all the housekeeping I wanted to get through this week. Do we have any ratings updates or reviews updates? Ratings and reviews. Well, we do. Um, Last week, we were at 121. This week, we're at 122. We have made a trickling in forward motion, everybody. Okay, so we have forward motion, but there is almost no chance we're going to make it to 200 by November. Not at this point. Not with that attitude. Scott, uh, I got a few. I cannot believe we got a review from this person. This is a big get, Scott. Uh, this okay. is one of those things where you see it and you're like, us? For me? This is from I Heart Podcasts. I a Heart Emoji Podcast. Now, this person, Scott, they heart podcasts. And we're in that mix. Can you believe that? Uh, no, I, I don't think I can. <laughs> She says Christmas tree. Thank you. Um, How do you know it's a she? I don't know. Heart emoji. I just, I assumed that's on me. Okay. Uh, I love listening to your podcast. Everyone thinks that I'm crazy for listening to Christmas things year round. And then I tell them to listen to your podcast. So thank you. Almost to the 100 day countdown. That is correct. Yay. So excited. Have a Merry Christmas. Thank you so much. I love podcast uh last one for today um this is uh, uh hagger freak 33 or hagar i don't know the pants um, uh good show is what they say so i don't you know who knows if this is gonna go uh you know uh, 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 it's not maybe not gonna be the best reviews like yeah you know, it's a good show it's a good show so the hagar person who likes the slack said good show that was the review <laughs> this is a great no he there's more oh oh that was just the subject the subject is just a good show here's the body i honestly don't agree with most of the opinions and one of the guys is not really up on pop culture, but I like the show anyway. <laughs> the hosts are good. <laughs> that is a great review. 
That's a great review. Do we have opinions that people object to? On a regular basis, God, have you not heard our show? Okay. Went on a whole rant about soft butter, hard butter. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. People get, people are very passionate. Soft butter is the only butter. I just yes, said exactly. that Nightmare Before Christmas isn't scary enough to be scary and not Christmas enough to be Christmas. It's kind of our bit, Scott, is having bad opinions. <laughs> okay, sorry, I forgot. I'm so deep into it that I don't, don't even, even see it anymore. I love that this person just ended it with the hosts are good. Okay, well, th- thank you. Enjoy your slides. You don't agree with our opinions, but you can at least um, acknowledge that we are good hosts. And I think that that means a lot. Exactly. Just like before, to each their own. I don't need everybody to have my opinion. That would be really, really boring. So true. Um, do you want to do a little countdown? Oh, no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, everybody. Simmer down everybody now. back there. Hold on. We got a joke. We got a joke. We got a joke. Scotty, you got a joke? Mm-hmm. I do. Are you ready? I'm ready, buddy. What does an elf work on after school? Ooh, uh, what is an elf? I don't think you're going to get this work one. Work on after school. Um, el- his alphabet. His gnome work. <laughs> waka waka. <laughs> All right. Whatever. It's time to get that. It's a countdown. A hundred and two days until Christmas. Holy smokes, Scott. Holy smokes. 102, that's 14 weeks. That's not very much. 102. Holy smokes, Scott. That that means in uh, two days I can pull out that uh, countdown timer I was telling you about that only goes up to a hundred days. So I can't wait. That's right. I, I, I got it. Guys, I think Friday should be a national holiday. Friday should be a national holiday. It really holiday. should. 100 days until Christmas. Take that day off. Celebrate that. I think <laughs> uh, that should be absolutely on the, uh, I don't know, the, the the board of days we take off. Hey, if you want to celebrate it with us, that's totally fine. Send us an email, christmasmorningpodcast at gmail.com. That's Tell us right. how you're celebrating 100 days to Christmas this Friday. Would you like some news? Oh, yeah. I want some news. Today is Wednesday, September 14th. Here's the news. All right. I don't like where he's going with that. I don't. I, we didn't need all that. I have, um, I don't know, kind of like a, but a sad but a feel-good story all at the same time, Scott. All right. Um, so there was a uh, fellow. Where does this take place? Uh, Minnesota. Plymouth, Plymouth, Minnesota. There's a fella... By the name of Terry Neiman. Terry Neiman, he, um, you know, he's an older fella, and everyone knows him as Santa. Okay. He's a beloved Santa in the area. Uh, And unfortunately for Terry Santa, Santa Terry, uh, he was diagnosed with cancer and uh, was going through a tough time. And... Terry's sister heard about an organization that I didn't know existed, and I'm happy that I know about it now. It's called Best Christmas Ever. And Best Christmas Ever's whole mission is to serve families who have gone through tough times and give them a unique Best Christmas Ever. Wow. So they found out about Terry, what Terry was going through, and his whole situation. And uh, the the fine folks at Best Christmas Ever uh, hooked him up. They came to him. 
They helped give him a, a front porch full of presents. About 50 of his closest family and friends all gathered together, all singing Christmas songs to give him a little Christmas cheer in the midst of of a difficult time quote best christmas ever came through when i couldn't find any christmas cheer what i love to do most which is to give to others they did that for me terry is now in remission and he and his wife are now big supporters of best christmas ever Ooh, i like and the if, ending of that story and if you would like to uh, support best christmas ever you can go to bcemovement.org bcemovement.org so there you go start sad gets happy and a little feel-good action for you. I, I love that there is a, a non-profit, I'm assuming a non-profit, out there that's whole mission is to help bring some Christmas cheer to some people. I love that, Yeah, Scott. that's really cool. Yeah, really Best cool. Best Christmas ever. Yeah, good to hear that you're in remission, Terry. Absolutely. Shout out to Santa Terry. Uh, and shout out to the good people at Best Christmas Ever. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll come back with the TV listings of the day. And then the music battle here on... Music battle. Christmas. Christmas morning. <laughs> oh, jeez. What are you doing to me? <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. What a good break that was. Lots of fun over here. Uh, Scotty is now gone. TV Scotty, how are you feeling? TV Scotty also has COVID. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. What are the odds of that? Well, we hang out a lot, so, you know, these things happen. It but does. neither uh, of us has lost our sense of taste or smell, and we hope it stays that way. Absolutely. Have you lost yeah. your sense of TV guiding? No, and not at all. In fact, I've been hooked into the TV world. I don't know if you heard, but I watched a whole lot of Christmas movies yesterday. That was not regular Scotty. TV Scotty did that. Oh, interesting, because Scott said mm-hmm. that he did it. Nah, he's wrong. You don't trust that guy. He sucks. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here are the TV Christmas specials for the next couple of days, courtesy of MostlyChristmas.com. Today, Wednesday, 9-14, 11 a.m. on CMT, Roseanne, Santa Claus, 12 p.m. on Fee TV, The Beverly Hillbillies, Week Before Christmas, 12.30 p.m. on Fee TV, The Beverly Hillbillies, Christmas in Hooterville. That's, that's <laughs> interesting. Right. Yeah, right, okay. Guys. I feel like that show is pretty old, though. Maybe the word Hooter has a different connotation way back then. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I don't think <laughs> yeah, the Beverly yeah. Hillbillies are going to Hooter, Scott. I don't think that's what that episode. Yeah, about. I got really excited about this episode. <laughs> I think it's going to be a letdown. Uh, 12.30 p.m. on Logo, The Facts of Life, Christmas in the Big House. 4.12 p.m. on Paramount, Two and a Half Men, Give Santa a Tail Hole. Okay. Oh, 7.30 p.m. on CMT, Last Man Standing, Elfie. And 7.30 p.m. on Cozy, The Nanny, The Christmas Show. <laughs> Thank you. Nanny Goat. Uh, Thursday, 1.30 a.m. for you Night Owls, Fee TV, Maud, a show that I definitely know what it is, Bran. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Walter's Christmas Gift. 2.30 a.m. on TV One, Family Matters, Deck the Malls. 3.30 a.m. on Logo, Will and Grace, Christmas Break. 4.30 a.m. on Gak Family, The Facts of Life, It's a Wonderful Christmas. 6.30 a.m. on TV One, A Different World, For Whom the Jingle Bell Tolls. 7 a.m. on Start TV, Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman, Fifi's First Christmas. 7.49 a.m. on HBO Family, Prancer. Hey, maybe I should watch that one, Bran. I think you should. I do think it'll be a little sad for you, though. Oh, I don't want to watch a sad one. No, all right, forget that. Check that. 8 a.m. on TBS, George Lopez, Christmas Punch. 10 a.m. on BET, Blackish, Black Santa, White Christmas. 11 a.m. on Logo, Bewitched, A Vision of Sugar Plums. 
4.30 p.m. on Freeform, The Office, A Benihana Christmas Part 1. Uh-huh. 5 p.m. on Freeform, The Office, A Benihana Christmas Part 2. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah. 4.30 p.m. on TV One, A Different World, For Whom the Jingle Bell Tolls. Wow, that's not very far from the earlier one. They're not even on a 12-hour rotation. Mm. Uh, 6 p.m. Mm. on Hallmark Movies, Monk, Mr. Monk, and The Secret Santa. 7 p.m. on Hallmark Movies, Marrying Father Christmas. And 8 p.m. Yeah. on Antenna, The Jeffersons, The Christmas Wedding. And finally, Friday, 2.30 a.m. on Hallmark, Frasier, Perspectives on Christmas. 2.30 a.m. on MTV2, The Jamie Foxx Show, Christmas Deja Vu. 6 a.m. on Hallmark, Monk, Mr. Monk and the Secret Santa. 8.30 a.m. on Freeform, Blackish, Just Christmas Baby. 9.30 a.m. on TBS, Two Broke Girls and The High Holidays. 11.30 a.m. on TV1, The Parkers, Secret Santa. 12 p.m. on Decades, The Lucy Show, Together for Christmas. That has not shown up before, Brand. The Lucy Show. Is that, was that like a sequel to that, uh, to I Love Lucy? I feel like it might have been, but don't go on Jeopardy or something with your final Jeopardy answer on that. I might be wrong. Uh, now I lost my place. Ah, 12 p.m. on Up, Touched by an Angel, Fear Not. 1 p.m. on Up, Gilmore Girls, Santa's Secret Stuff. Oh, 2 p.m. Yeah. on CMT, The King of Queens, Better Camera. 2.30 p.m. on TBS, Friends, the one with all the candy. 3 p.m. on Friends, the one with the holiday armadillo. 3.08 p.m., HBO Family, Dr. Seuss, How the Grinch Stole Christmas from 2000. 3.30 p.m. on Logo, The Facts of Life, The Christmas Baby. 4 p.m. on Freeform, Family Guy, Christmas Guy. 7 p.m. on Paramount, Two and a Half Men, Santa's Village of the Damned. 8 p.m. on Hallmark, The Christmas House. And 10.20 p.m. on Pop, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Brian, I love finding that movie in the wild. I can watch yeah. it any time on demand, but there's something about tuning it in. It hits different when you just tune it in. I don't feel like we've seen it in quite some time. No, I, have, I definitely haven't. And that's your TV listings for the next few days, courtesy of MostlyChristmas.com. Well, there you go. It is time for the Christmas music battle to catch everybody up to speed. Scott is currently in the lead uh, with 13 wins. I have 11, and then the listeners have 8. The listeners won last week, and so... Let's see if their streak continues. And by streak, I mean, mm-hmm. let's see if they go on a streak. Um, you mean like running naked? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, what I mean. Okay. That's what okay. I mean. Uh, last week was pretty paper, and I don't really want to relive it, uh, to be honest with you. Now, it was kind of a, a melancholy song. It doesn't really yeah. do it for me. Um, whatever. I will play the winner. How about that? Yeah, the winner... That. With 46.9% of the vote was Joel Patterson, the instrumental track. Kind of blows our theory that instrumental tracks don't win, huh? That's true. And don't call it a comeback, everybody. The listener with two victories in a row. Wow. They now have nine wins. They are coming back. Congratulations to the listeners. That particular version by Joel Patterson, which is a great album, especially if you like that kind of uh, jazz guitar type Christmas, that was submitted mm-hmm. by both Amanda Moon and Tony Dixon. So thank you for oh, that. Oh, it was a do- double, it was a double, 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 boy. Yeah. double dip. There you go. Yep. Um, I brought O Come O Come Emmanuel to the battle this week, to the to the battle, uh, what do they call it? Like a, nah, like a, like a cage, like a cage match. Oh, oh the cage match. Okay. What, in general, what was your experience with O Come, O Come, Emmanuel? 
I really did quite enjoy this week. Um, I felt like there were a lot of different versions. Um, I could have gone in a one of, I think, three different directions. I had three tabs pulled up at one point being like, I like these songs. So uh, I think that's a sign of a good battle, don't you, Scott? I do. After about, I don't know, maybe I was on like the fourth or fifth page of results and you listen to 50 of them. It, it's a it's a minor key song, so mm-hmm. it, it already has this kind of, you know, well, minor thing to it, like a like a sadness. And just after a while, I was like, all right, I'm I'm I've had enough of this one. But it was it was good. There were some good versions, and a lot of people can sing this song. This must be an mm-hmm. easier song to sing. The range must fit people better because I didn't hear as many of those god awful versions that you do sometimes. Yeah, right. A lot of you know, a lot of like church versions, which. Some were some were decent and some not so good, but uh, you know that makes sense. That tracks. Yeah, good song though. Good Good song song to bring. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's see what we got going on here. Uh. Up first, we have a version by TRS. TRS with Okuma Kumamai. TRS, Okuma Kuma Manuel. That was almost gospel and reggae at the same time. That yeah, was pretty... heavy on the heavy on the organ there. I did not yeah, dislike that, cool. that one bit. No, very um, different too. Up next, we have a version by a group band person uh, called Adalus. Adalus. Okay. Adalus, sure. Adalus.
yeah, I haven't really thought about the fact that you could go heavy with this song. It does lend itself. It was. It was a good quality song. I don't know if it was my jam, but uh, they knew what they were doing. Cool guitars going on in the background. It was cool. Um, and last but not least, we have a artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, whoa, how would you say it, Scott? We, well, we've seen this artist before. Um, it's okay. Assays. A-E-S-A-E-S. Assays. That's what, how I would say it. Like what assays you? I, I have no idea. Uh, here's Okoko Manuel. Very nice. We got three very different versions, Scott. Three very uh, specific versions that are yeah, unique. Very much. Oh, I should also mention that we got listener submissions this week from Brad Adams, Michelle Goodlife, Amanda Moon, Lenora Gilbert, and Tia King. Thank you all for submitting. Amen. Amen. Fantastic. Well, uh, that'll do it. The, the You can go ahead and vote right now with the link that is in the description or at christmasmorningpodcast.com. You can check out the full list of songs um, that we have done as well if you want to find those. Apparently someone put together a Spotify playlist as well. I'll link that in the show notes here, and you can listen to all the songs on one nice Spotify playlist, all the ones that were on Spotify, some of them, you know. Yeah, I would say like 75, 80% of them are there. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Uh, Scotty, do you want to pick the song for next week? I do. I want to go with one of the listener suggestion backlog items that we have. Mm -hmm. Uh, This one is from Happy Thorpe. It's God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen. And she wrote Mm -hmm. in and said how much she enjoyed the episode of Tinsel Tunes that I did on God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen and uh, wanted to hear this one as a battle. And since I'm so familiar with it, I said, absolutely. And I did check... There are a ton of versions. It was like 28 pages of results on Bandcamp. So there's no shortage there. So go to Bandcamp.com, search for God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen, find a version you like, copy the URL, and paste it in an email to me at christmasmorningpodcast at gmail.com. If you could do that by 6 p.m. on Monday, that would be great. Absolutely. Everybody, just enjoy the next couple days. Know that Friday is coming. 100 days until Christmas. Soon we'll be in double digits. I don't even know what I'm going to do with myself. It's going to be a big week next week, Scott. I can tell you that much, buddy. Hopefully I'll be COVID-free by Friday. Uh, We're going to be back next week with another one. Until then, Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas.